Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am! An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do! With your host, Mr. Gray. Big meaty man slapping me. And Philly V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> so there I was in the Wombat Den, all by myself. Philly V has the night off because, spur of the moment episode, we have breaking news. Number one, we're going to preview the Des Moines Toys for Tots 7s tournament. And number two, Paldo... Musa from Waterloo, you might know him as Kel. He referees at Intracity Sevens. He's refereed at Iowa Youth Rugby. He is bringing back Black Hawk Rugby. He was the former president there. They kind of went dormant for a while. And over the past few days, he put on social media that they are back. So obviously, I had to give him a call to find out the news. But first things first, we're going to throw it to Nate Tisdale to hear about Des Moines Rugby's Toys for Tots Sevens, their Premier Seven side in the Midwest Premier Seven series, and also looking ahead to their D2 fall season. So, this interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Let's head to it. This interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tighthead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They distribute through Dahl Distributing. You can drink it in Iowa. It is found in Iowa. And oh yeah, the name Tight Head. Bruce played rugby for 13 years, mostly as a Tight Head prop. Bruce is the owner, founder, and master brewer. Enjoy Tight Head Brewing Company. And we are here with Nate Tisdale, the president of Des Moines Rugby. And this interview is brought to you by Tight Head Brewing Company. Nate, how are we doing tonight? Doing well. How are you? Oh, pretty good, man. You know, middle of summer, a lot of stuff going on. One of the biggest tournaments of the summer is happening here in Des Moines, the Toys for Tots tournament. Uh, I think, is it your guys' what is it, 22nd Toys for Tots, something like that? I believe so. It's up there for sure. We've definitely been doing it for a long time. I only know that because I had a Facebook memory from seven years ago that said we were at the 15th anniversary of the Toys for Tots tournament. <laughs> oh, crazy. Some of these memories are making me feel old. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. <laughs> no, so can you tell us a little bit about the tournament coming up, you know, a couple days? Uh, yeah. Big, big tournament for the club and then also great cause for the tournament with the Toys for Tots, uh, bringing an unwrapped toy. Uh, tell us a little bit about the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know just as well as I how much that the sport has given us. So it's always a great opportunity to give back to the community and to the culture and just kind of spread um, some joy to other people that don't have or aren't quite as fortunate as we are. Like you said, it's about the 22nd year that we've been doing this. 
Um, all of it goes to a great cause. We have a great turnout this year. We have 20 clubs, uh, 16 men's and four women's teams. Nice. Uh, the festivities start at 9 o'clock on Saturday there at the Des Moines Rugby Club. Um, yeah, excited to get to see a bunch of faces that I haven't seen in a while. And I think I'm actually suiting up a little bit, too, so it should be fun. It's been a while since I've been playing some sevens. Oh, yeah. Now, and I know you guys, years past, you've had a high school division. And then this year you were talking about a beef division. But it looked yep. like, you know, I mean, shoot, there's 15s clubs that struggle to find guys who are over yeah. 250 or 230. So <laughs> it looks like the beef teams, um, you know, the Wombats had one and we entered it in very late. And then you guys <laughs> have one as well. So those yep. just get folded into the regular tournament. And I heard Lincoln yep. Alumni has a team. The the Iowa Society of Referee or the Society of Iowa Rugby Referees has a team. Yep. Uh, can you go through the the men's side of what teams are we going to see there this weekend? Yeah, there, there's a few teams from Mason City, I believe, from the inner rugby um, that's going on up there. We have the D- Dubuque River Boat Gamblers, Bremer, um, Omaha Beavers. Um, you guys have a couple teams there, and there's the Quad City Irish are coming. The Iowa City Ducks. We have the Southeast Polk alumni, the Lincoln alumni, like you mentioned, the Lincoln Wolves, uh, Cedar Rapids, Washington alumni. We have a team that's coming out of Faribault, uh, out of Minnesota there. Um, yeah, just a few teams here and there. I see you guys Yep, have a beef team. We have the refs and then, yes, our beef team. Dang, that is, uh, that is a stout lineup. I didn't – it's one of those things, too, where, you know, I was saying before I called you, like, Man, these tournaments, they sneak up on us, and they just happen, and then you kind of show up, and you're like, ah, who's here? And then when I heard, like, 16 men's teams, like, that's that's one of the biggest tournaments that I've heard of. And then you have four women's clubs there as well. Uh, Who are the women's clubs coming? We have two teams that are coming out of, um, I'm so sorry, Quad Cities, and then we have the Omaha Goats, and then our Des Moines women's team. Nice. That's awesome. It's really cool to see the the growth of women's rugby. I saw, I think, Pig Fest up in mm-hmm. Wisconsin. They posted yeah. every single year they've increased their numbers of women's teams. And so I'm hoping that's something we see. And I feel like having their own bracket, having some local clubs, um, you know, maybe next year you guys get six. You know, it's one of those things where exactly. hopefully it, it builds momentum and people have a good time. And that's something you said, too. This is a tournament where it's social. It's fun. Um, you guys still doing the the raffle for the booze and a wheelbarrow? Yep, we're we're looking at putting that together again for this year. It always helps just kind of increase the revenue that we can bring in that we can use as uh, buy some more toys for the kids. So um, any bit ha- uh, that can we can do to help, obviously we're going to want to do there. Um, so yeah, that's going to be one of the things that they're going to do, as well as we'll have some concessions and stuff like that as well. So, and the beautiful thing about this is. Uh, we don't profit anything from this. Everything that we make goes straight to Toys for Tots. Nice. And what else about the day? What about for people who might not play rugby or maybe they got the family? Uh, why would it be a good reason to, you know, bring the family or even just bring a lawn chair and check it out? What Are there any other things going on with it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, A, the first thing first is just to get to kind of grow the game and get a little bit of better understanding of it. With so many different teams and with sevens being such a fast game, um, games just are 14 minutes long, two seven-minute halves. Obviously, you can see a lot of different teams play, so you interact with a lot of different people that can kind of share their stories of why they chose rugby, what got them into rugby, 
Um, as well as, I mean, it's so easy to get behind a good cause. I mean, mm-hmm. help, helping out for Toys for Tots is a great opportunity for anybody to be involved with. Yeah, like you said, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, people love playing rugby, they're going to do it anyways, but yeah. now we're doing it, you know, and every year this happens, like you're doing it for a reason, so you can have mm-hmm. fun, and it also benefits someone else. I mean, Absolutely. it's a, it's a win-win, so... I love it. I love you. I love that you guys do this every single year, yeah. and it, it really is one of those tournaments where people know, like, hey, the first tournament after the Fourth of July, that's mm-hmm. Des Moines weekend. That's Toys for Tots. Kind of like people leave Block Party alone. People leave yeah. Irish Fest alone. Uh, Toys for Tots is another one that's like you leave this alone because it is so important. And yeah, and man, this beef team too. I'm looking at the Des Moines beef. You guys had some nice social media posts about who's on the roster, and you know. Yeah. You know, going out there and, and really opening up the wallet for the, the professional players. You know, you got your your MLR <laughs> connections coming in. So uh, tell yeah, us a little bit about this beef team. What should we expect? Yeah, we saw that there was a few free agents that were out there. So we kind of looked at our uh, bank account there and decided to make some moves. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of organic how it all came together, but uh, it's just a group of guys that uh, played together for a while and really enjoy the sport and just the cause and wanted to have some fun together and try sevens out again for the first time in a lot of us, a lot of years for us. So, Oh yeah. Well, and I think it's one of those things too, where, and this is where like my idea with the wombats kind of came about too, was like, you see the guys from Southeast Polk alumni, Lincoln alumni, and you know, some of these other guys that just come out of the woodwork to just hop on a team for the day. And maybe they're not even from those schools it's just like oh i played at iowa state or i played at you and i haven't played in like three or four years they come to toys for tots and then they're like man that was fun i miss this community i miss this like sport i miss the people and then it's like cool you can play in the fall we have two clubs in in central iowa we have over now 11 12 clubs in the whole state of iowa like I feel like this tournament is like a jumping off point for some people to get reintroduced to the game and then they're set for the fall. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is that something you guys feel like, you know, try to put some flyers out for some of those, especially like Lincoln, Southeast Polk, like, Hey guys, you know, we do this year round. Like you're welcome. Doors open. Yeah. And and another great thing too, is not even just for some people that have kind of, um, taking a back seat in regards to playing rugby. A lot of times, too, it's a great opportunity to get involved with some college kids that are home for the summer, mm-hmm. uh, getting them into the culture of our club, um, just kind of making them see what we're building here as well. And once they're done with school, just kind of having some friendly faces if they're looking for a job or if they're looking for a place to rent, things like that, just knowing that they have people that are backing, backing them there and really rooting for them and have, they have a home here if they ever want to come back out and play. So, Oh, yeah. No, and I think that's exactly how we feel too. I mean, that's why we have a second side. You're going to see a lot of college kids who are like, hey, we're back home, we're looking for something to do, and – Exactly. There's minutes to be played, and it's like, all right, let's do it, you know? And, and you know, speaking of that connection with college, you guys have done a great job with Iowa State University. Obviously, that connection with Evan Sunday and Ant Frying, you know, yeah. your guys' premier seven side won't be there this weekend because they will be competing at a national qualifier in Lamont, Illinois, uh, home yeah. of the Chicago Blaze. Uh, that team is just full of Iowa State current kids and also alumni um talk to us about how that's been going for practices kind of getting that team together um how's everything going 
Yeah, it's it's been going really well. We we put our leadership in John Kelly, who's a former player here for us, and our forwards coach. He's done a great job getting all the guys ready. He also coaches the Lincoln um, high school team, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you're aware of. So he has a great background in sevens. Um, yeah, we've been very fortunate to have a great relationship with Ant and Evan um, to the fact that they are kind of creating a pipeline here for Iowa State coming to Des Moines. Um, a lot of the guys have kind of just by word of mouth even just who have played with us that have played at Iowa State as well. I'm uh, just kind of knowing what we're about and what we're trying to build. Um and yeah, I mean, there's some incredible athletes that are out there that have been really impressive so far here in the seven series. A couple of games didn't break the way they wanted, I know, but um, definitely proud of all the accomplishments that they've had so far and definitely know that they're just tapping at the potential of what they can truly be. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we were talking to Jordan Sanderson last week, and it was just like, man, you, you start off 3-0 and in pool play against these D1 powers. You know, I mean, yeah. it's one of those things you're you're right there, you're in it. And those okay. those matches are so close. I mean, one mistake can lead to, you know, a win or a loss. And so to see, like, hey, you're in it, and there's so much youth on these teams. It's not like old guys who've been around forever. I mean, this is – your sevens team is, is very young. Jordan was even saying, like, you know, I'm looking around, and I'm the old guy now. You know, and it, yeah. it happened overnight. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And I mean, that's just one thing that, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate when guys start growing out of rugby just with family things and things like that. So you're always having to look towards the future and trying to figure out how to reload and just keep the club culture as well as the competitiveness growing. Um, one great thing is how great of athletes that they've been and just how much better I think they've made everybody since they came here. Um, just making practices harder with the level of competition rising. So it just makes everyone better at practice and it really shows on the field. Mm-hmm. And what does practice look like right now? I mean, you're in your seventh season. I mean, does the type five still show up and give a look? Is it only for those guys <laughs> who are competing there? Like what, or do you guys, uh, what does that look like? Or are you waiting a little bit before you start prepping for fall? Or do you have kind of an off season program? Uh, yep. Like, if, what's the difference between like a forwards player and the guy who's playing sevens right now? Yep, yep. So a lot, a lot, of obviously, more of the backs and uh, wing forwards, flankers, things like that are definitely more active in the actual sevens practices. Um, we still have three days a week that we are in the gym training, um, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays. So trying to keep our strength up. Um, I know after this week, I believe we're going to start at least incorporating one to two days for 15s to mm. kind of start getting some work in with the type fives, just so we can start implementing our new system that we're trying to uh, get going in the fall. And mm. so at least now it won't be on ground zero when it comes to first practice. We'll at least have some chemistry and some understanding of the, the system that we're trying to run. So Nice. Is that something your, your coach, Tim, he wants yeah. to like, he saw something last year, like, hey, you know what, if we do this, we're going to... Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you talk about it at all, or is it still a little bit under wraps? It's not quite double-secret probation, no. I mean, <laughs> I feel like the, the great thing about Tim is he has an incredible mind on him, and he mm-hmm. just kind of realizes what our strengths and weaknesses are as a team. Um, and just It's not a major change. It's just minor tweaks to little things that he right. thinks would benefit him. So um, I don't think it's yeah re- reinventing the wheel. It's just more of realizing what we can do to more um, – maximize our potential with the players that we have that's kind of cool to have someone like hey we've got really good guys we've got good stuff but we're not very efficient here's how you make it efficient and it's like 
whoa, we didn't even change the parts. We just changed how it runs and uh, mm-hmm. we're good to go. So that's awesome to have a guy who has that experience and insight and knowledge to to kind of lead you forward. And you guys had a great fall season last year. What, six and two? Only yep. two losses was to the East Side Banshees who ended up moving into the playoffs. And they did pretty well in the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty good yeah, pretty, pretty good fall for you. But I know you guys want more. Uh, what are the conversations heading into fall? Expectations? Uh, have you guys even kind of uh, – you guys had to have been talking about what's coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the chats and things like that never end. And obviously, you know, trainings and stuff like that throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of see who's buying in, just really pushing each other. I mean, yeah, you're, you're completely right. People should be happy with a 6-2 and two record, but, I mean, we're never satisfied. Right. Obviously, the two losses taste like vinegar to us, and that's why, like I was mentioning, our coaches are kind of going back to the drawing board, seeing how we can make it um, so we don't have to deal with that, and we'll be in the playoffs this upcoming year. So, Oh, yeah, because for us as well with the Wombats, the mm-hmm. East Side Whalers, their D3 side, they're the ones who ended our season last year too. So that East side team, we got to figure something out. We got to, at the D2 and D3 level, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to give them kudos. They're, they're a very well-disciplined, really well-conditioned team that run a great system. Um, yeah, we just got to obviously learn from our mistakes and hopefully mm-hmm. uh, have a different outcome. So. Oh, yeah. Well, and they have a great youth program too. Great. Exactly. I mean, they've been at it for, for a while and they're connected with their high schools and it's something I feel like we're building around here as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they just kind of had the jump on it and they've been running it. So, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things, like you said, you guys see where you're at. And then our high school and college talent that is going to not only Des Moines, but all over the state of Iowa, I feel like yeah. is raising the level of play year in, year out. Um, you know, Bremer is taking a step down to D3, and then Palmer is moving from D1 to D2 to fill in that slot. Is that something, do you guys have any info on Palmer or um, what to expect when you guys have your matches with them this upcoming fall? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that they had to drop down both Bremer and Palmer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was nice having a D1 program here in the state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um but no, excited for the new challenge. We played them here in the spring in the, like a friendly. Um, it was a back and forth game. It was incredibly windy conditions, so a lot of knock ons, a lot of sloppy play, but um, from both teams. But yeah, very excited for the new challenge. See a new team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see how things shake out. Oh yeah. So, do you guys have your schedule? Do you know like when is the home opener for you guys? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get that pulled up here. I know I, I'm I'm going off the the little rundown I gave you. I didn't. <laughs> you gotta have it all memorized, man. <laughs> so actually, our first game um, at home is September 9th against the Eastside Banshees. So oh wow, starting off hot. <laughs> yep, yep. So the first game we actually have is at Palmer the previous weekend, and then our first home game is the ninth against the Banshees. Nice. So yeah, you will definitely want your guys to start getting their nose into the new system. Make sure that, I mean, you guys have been in the gym working on that cardio. I mean, that's something we've been talking about at our club. It's like, man, you watch high-level rugby, you watch any level rugby. The teams that get to the breakdown quickest, like, more often than not, that's the team that's winning. Like, it almost doesn't matter. If you can run your system at a a decent pace, but you, you know, limit mistakes, if you can get to the breakdown quicker than the other team, more often than not, you're going to win, no matter what you run. I mean... 
that's, I mean, I feel like the level we're at, that really plays a huge factor of just got to make sure those guys are ready to go. And again, it's, it's creeping up. It's coming. I know it's right around the corner. It seemed like summer has just flown by, but yeah, you're, you're completely right there. I mean, obviously condition comes into a play for that. Um, but just even understanding where you need to be, I feel mm-hmm. like that is so important. Um, you see those teams that just know where someone's going to be at every point in time, and how fast and quick that ball seems like it's moving and it's just like an art form. So mm-hmm. yeah, any way you can make yourself more efficient in that regard, obviously more likely you are to have the outcome that you desire. So, right. Yeah. Sometimes it, it looks like they're moving around quick, but it's like, no, they're just in the right spot. <laughs> exactly. Just yep. letting the ball do the work. Yep. Definitely. So yeah, man, you guys got anything else going on around the clubhouse? Any, New updates, anything you want to hype up, promote, anything we should be looking for? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, one more sevens tournament that we're hosting here actually in two weeks after this uh, upcoming Saturday. It's our Mad Jacks tournament. Previously, it was one we hosted the National Qualifier. We're still hosting the tournament in uh, Jack Wilkins' honor. It's just mm-hmm. kind of replacing our Capital City Sevens. Okay. Uh, so it'll be an open invite sevens tournament for anybody who wants to join. Um, you can go to our website. Uh, Des Moines Rugby Club.com, um, to register there. Um, I can send you the link if you would like. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll put it in the post. Yeah, absolutely. And then other than that, um, we have our annual golf tournament coming up here the first weekend of August. So excited to kind of try to open that up to some other clubs if anyone wants to come and join us out at Willow Creek for a morning with some golf and some fun times. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the wrap-up for the rest of the summer here for us and just – like we said, uh, fall season's right around the corner, so just starting to get into that grind. Oh, yeah. And you know, one thing that is really cool about this Toys for Tots that I think yeah. is unique out of any of the last 22 years, this might be the first time in the history of the tournament that it's not going to be like 102 degrees with no cloud coverage. Oh, exactly. It's going to be beautiful. When yeah, when you're bringing up why should people come out, I mean, it's going to be an absolute beautiful day, and what else could you be doing with your time than just being outside enjoying the weather helping out a good cause so oh yeah so get out there first match kickoff at 9 a.m you got the raffle of booze in the wheelbarrow you got you know for charity uh just a ton of people the thing that's going to be awesome too you have two fields both sidelines are going to be full of camps of just mm-hmm. team after team after team you're going to see faces you haven't seen in a while you're going to see some faces you see too much uh, a lot of laughing, a lot of fun, and I think too with like the Intracity Seven squad, the beef teams, the high school teams, you're gonna see people just like having fun. You know, I mean, obviously people want to win, but like the I think the spirit of rugby is gonna be alive and well, and it always is because it's like we're just having fun. This is one of the most fun tournaments, so get out there. Um, yeah, Nate, thank you for joining us, and thanks for uh, kind of filling us in on how things are going, man. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to be on here with you guys. All right. Appreciate it, man. We'll see you Saturday. Yeah. Have a good one. And now let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors. Convergence Acquisitions LLC is an organization dedicated to providing their creditor partners with a compliance solution for accounts receivable portfolio sales and servicing they enable for their clients to focus on their core business and provide them with a reliable partner they can count on to acquire distressed portfolios. 
Through over 30 years of accounts receivable management experience, they have developed processes and procedures to recover account portfolios while exceeding compliance expectations. They have partnered with well-respected law firms and other recovery vendors to create an ideal solution for their partners. Convergence Acquisitions evaluates and acquires portfolios including credit card, retail card, consumer loans, auto loans, draft deposit accounts, EMS services, and more. For more information on selling portfolios to use, please contact our business development team at 855-200-6096 or via email at acquisitions at convergenceacquisitions.com. All right, and that was Nate Tisdale, president of the Des Moines Rugby Club. Always great to talk to Nate. Uh, Definitely cool to see what those guys have going on there. Uh, They're always pushing forward, so love to see it. Again, if you can make it out this Saturday to the Des Moines Clubhouse, they're going to put on a fantastic tournament, uh, bring an unwrapped gift for the Toys for Tots charity. This is a huge charity event, um, and then also, too, it's just a lot of fun. You're going to see so many people. Uh, I really hope there are people that come out of the woodwork for this tournament, and then they're like, hey, I miss it, and then, hey, you know what? There's so many men's clubs. When the tournament's over, you should talk to some people. Join the Wombats. Join Des Moines. Join Bremer. Join Quad City Irish. Join Dubuque. Wherever you live, if you have a club near you and you're a high school kid or a high school alum who's like, I only play in one tournament a year, Toys for Tots. Hey, that was a lot of fun. I wish I could do it more than once. You can. There's over 12 clubs in the state and... We have a brand new club. Well, actually, what's old is new. Uh, Black Hawk Rugby is back, according to social media. So like I said earlier, I had to reach out to Paul Doe. I had to get a hold of him. Uh, He is running this thing. So definitely, you're going to want to hear this. How is he planning to bring it back? And it's a little bit different. He's not just jumping right into 15s. Because that's really hard to do. So let's check it out here. We got Paldo talking about Black Hawk Rugby, and it is back. This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good. You need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave. Those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess with here. So whatever you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them. Infinite designs. 100% satisfaction. Rotor Epoxy. Find them online now. All right, and we are here with Kel or Paldo. You might know him by. You definitely know him. Lately, he has been hitting the referee circuit pretty hard at the high school level. He also was with the Black Hawk Rugby Football Club back in like 2016, 2017. And just a few days ago, it was posted on Facebook. That Black Hawk Rugby is back. Kel, how you doing tonight, man? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. All right. How you feeling today? You know, I'm pretty pumped because nothing gets me more hyped up than seeing new rugby teams and old rugby teams coming back from kind of being dormant for a while. So talk to me about it. Black Hawk Rugby is back. What, uh, what sparked that? What got that, 
you know, back because it's been gone for about what four or five years. Um, what uh, kind of led you to bring it back? Uh, I'd say yeah, it's been maybe about five years. What what led me to bring it back is that uh, I I've moved back to Waterloo and uh, really gotten back into the swing of things uh, with being a referee and being a high school. And I saw so much work in progress that the state has been doing with the high school programs. Mm -hmm. And what blew me away was that Columbus has a high school team and they won five consecutive state championships. And I, I couldn't believe it. So I felt like if anybody had a duty to help grow the game in our town, it should be me. Gotcha. And that's something you're a Waterloo East graduate. That's where you started playing. You played a little bit at Iowa Central, correct? Yes. Um, I graduated my senior year. Actually, Brent Piper came in my senior year. Mm -hmm. I had one year of high school rugby. And it's pretty much it's pretty much history after that. I fell in love with the game. And I, I, you just can't keep me off the pitch at this point. Yeah, because I feel like, too, I was going to, like, name off, I feel like, all the different places I've seen you play before, but that might take too long because I feel like, especially lately, too, whoever's got a team, I feel like you're kind of like, hey, you need you need someone? I want to play again. And I know, too, I remember when you were playing back in high school and then right after high school, it was kind of one of those things, too, where you were always looking for a chance to just hop on a field. So what attracted you to rugby from the start? Do you remember what really pulled you in? Um, I always, always was a great football player. If you go to Waterloo East High and look on the All-State board, you'll see my name on there. But I always been interested in rugby, never could find it when I was younger. But the universe blessed me with the opportunity to play at my senior year mm -hmm. because it was a weekend. It was on the weekend. I was looking up uh, about rugby teams in high school. I found CF's team. Then the following Monday, Brent Piper comes in and gives us a a little meeting about starting a rugby program at East High. Nice. I remember that. That was awesome. And so, you know, talking about East High and talking about how Columbus has a team, is one of your goals to, you know, bring back the Waterloo East program, bring back the Waterloo West program, um, try to strengthen like the youth programs in Waterloo. What is your vision with youth rugby in Waterloo? Well, for for the young kids, I think that's they're the future for Iowa mm -hmm. all over. Um, I would love to get East and West back into the high school programs, but then I would also like to start um, a program for the high um, the elementary schools because mm -hmm. I know they have a, a foot they have football teams going on at their schools so if we can get like t3 or some touch rugby in there and have like a little league um, depending on what season it could be then that'd be a great way to have them transition and learn the game before they get into high school and when they get in high school we can start teaching them how to do contact and everything else and at that point, hopefully, we can get the girls' teams started as well. Definitely. And I've seen you were at the Intracity Sevens lately, playing with them, doing some refereeing. Is that something that helped spark you to 
pull this back up and have you been taking notes to kind of or like getting ideas from how they run their league how you want to run some youth programs uh yes it's been it's been great being around the guys mark long has been a great inspiration on seeing how to initiate a league and trying to get players coming out how we can all work together to make the team uh, make the league expand and everything i love the fact that they did a draft like it was like an nfl thing where Mm -hmm. everybody gets a player or you can pick that special player instead of person show up like no he's on my team already Mm -hmm. i already got him because i know there's a lot of guys out there uh, like javaris willie like these are guys that i i played with and i know that they're outstanding players so just the fact that people are, are like no i gotta have them on my team i gotta have them on my team it's really great to see definitely and you know talking about you know building this thing back up talking about you know people and players you know you put it out there that the team is back. What is the next step? Or do you have a group of guys right now that's going to help you lead the way? Do you have some people that have reached out to, to help on that end? Um, what is the next step for you to, you know, in building this club and bringing it back to life? Well, uh, it's, it's hard to get 15 started mm-hmm. um, just right off the bat. So I'll, I was really looking to get sevens more going that way we can have fun in the summer mm-hmm. and that way a lot of people when they get out of school they can have something to do and stay active uh, and make and with also to help get further into 15s uh northeast iowa always been holding the leather ball tournament their tens tournament i think tens is a great version of rugby mm-hmm. that helps you get into the teams with the structure of the scrum and everything and having more bigger guys on the field. But also, um, it's a it's a shorter game, so you can get a lot more playing time in, a lot more games in. We can all have fun together. Definitely. And, you know, thinking of this fall, that's when, like, 15s is played. Are you going to try to get some some friendly matches in this fall or, like, maybe see if some teams will play, like, Maybe they'll play their match, and then after their match is over, maybe against their reserves or their second side or their bench, like play a sevens match. Is that something you've even thought about or looked into? Oh well, we look. I've been talking to a bunch of guys as I've been going to different rugby matches mm-hmm. over the over the summer, and a lot of the guys that's in the area they're looking to come. They're looking to come out, but also the guys that's coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. Not every not everybody's going straight to college. Not oh, yeah. everybody can afford the tuition, so they can't just go to UNI or go to Iowa State or go to Iowa. Mm-hmm. I mean, Iowa Central was a great place for me. Uh, I chose I chose it because I signed a scholarship for football in high school. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, I fell in love with rugby. They didn't have a team, so I figured I would postpone it until the day comes. And luckily, Brett Nelson, thank you for the opportunity to to be on a journey for a national title. Uh, I know the year that I played, we came up short, but being right second in the nation as a community college, it felt great at the ripe age of 24. Gotcha. I was wondering how that worked out for you, because I know 
you were going to go to Iowa Central, and then, yeah, you went back. So that's cool. That's really cool that he did that. And, yeah, that you were like, hey, I'm going to take a rain check, and I'm going to wait till they have rugby, and then we're doing it. We're doing the thing, and you guys got second. Yeah, as, like, a brand-new program. So that is that is awesome. Well, so I, got, I also got to thank you as well. You you may not remember. You also talked about it on one of the earlier podcasts about a few weeks ago, how you have players that wanted to play from Hawkeye, but they wasn't able to because they didn't either live in dorms or have classes at UNI. Mm-hmm. In 2015, I was one of those players. Yep. I was upset I didn't get to play with you all, but you really encouraged me to come out, practice with the team later on in the year when there was just friendly games and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like DeAndre um, called me uh, called me out to come play with the team, like in Chicago, or just going to like all Iowa or one one of the games in the state. Oh yeah, no, I definitely remember that. That was when I was a young coach and I was teaching at Waterlouis, so that's how I knew you. And then it was one of those things where we thought we had it figured out with Rich Cortez from USA Rugby, where it's like, oh, this makes sense. You know, the community college doesn't have a team. We can make an agreement because Iowa State does it with DMAC. And because DeAndre was one of those players and uh, we had a few other guys that went to Hawkeye and then we're like, oh, they can play for you and I. We got all the paperwork approved. And then when we were in the playoffs, they were like, nope, just kidding. That This paper means nothing. And all the paperwork I did was for nothing. But I remember like, hey, spring season, we're not playing any league matches, so you can play. And I remember being like, yeah, come on out. So that's awesome, man. That's really cool. And that's just crazy. That doesn't seem like that long ago, but it was kind of that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was funny how time flies by like that. I actually just had my 10-year 10, 10 reunion in high school. So it, looking back on all of this and how I'm back at the beginning and Full trying circle. to get rugby, trying to get rugby programs started myself now, it feels awesome feels uh if it, it it's a high it's, it's a high feeling that i have mm-hmm. that hopefully i can give to these younger younger guys and give them an inspiration to travel international maybe play for usa mm-hmm. or even maybe even get far enough where they can try out for the mlr Oh, for sure. And it's a massive undertaking to start a club or revive a club. But I think you've got the right mindset. You know, don't focus on the 15s right away. Focus on the youth. Focus on the kids because, you know, you can recruit a guy who's in his mid-30s. He might only have two years of playing rugby left in his body. Whereas you work with a kid in elementary school, they could play for the next 30 years. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know... Where can you grow the sport the most? So I think you got a really great mindset. And so I would say, too, because it is so massive, you know, what would you like to see from other people in the community, the rugby community of Iowa? Like, how could we as a rugby community support Blackhawk coming back? What what would you look for from other clubs or just people in general to to help you out? How can we help? Uh, well, if you if you have a friend, family member, anybody you know that may live in the area, maybe you know someone that's going to be moving to the area to go to college, get a new job, and they're looking to play rugby, or they're 
or they're just looking to get into something new. We're taking all players, but also not not only are we trying I'm trying to get the men's program started, but we're trying to get things I'm trying to get things together for the women as well. Oh, that's amazing. So, so if you know any women or men that's looking to play that's in the Cedar Valley area or even hey, Bremer County, if some of your guys can't can't fill on the roster and they're still trying to have fun. They can come over and they can practice with us even if they they can't make the 30-minute drive or, or come to practice to one of your practice that day. Gotcha. And, yeah, man, that's that's great too, like thinking of uh, getting a women's team. And then, yeah, if those kids from, you know, going to school at Hawkeye, they can't play for you and I, I'm not sure what the rule is, but I think that would be a great place to recruit as well to see if any anybody over there – wants to play and then hitting up the high schools in Waterloo. I mean, three high schools in Waterloo. I mean, you should be able to find some kids hanging around, sitting around, not doing anything who've graduated. Um, They're done with school. They need something to do. This is a perfect opportunity. And then again, I think the more you can do to give back to the youth, uh, the better it'll be. So B-side boys, we're going to be watching and hoping to see maybe a return next spring of a Waterloo East or a Waterloo West or a combined Waterloo community schools. Um, we're, we're really hoping and really pulling for you guys. And if you need anything, um, just let us know. And, and I'm glad we were able to get you on here and kind of talk about it to kind of get the word out so people are aware like, hey, you're doing it. And, and this is how you're doing it too. I, I like how, you know, you seem like you have a really good plan of start at the youth and build up from there. Um, it's going to go places, man. And and for and with that and with the youth, that'd be a major part of it. And for our adults, besides just playing, another another concern we are we are trying to grow is trying to get more refs in Iowa and trying to get more coaches. Like if we can get coaches on the team or players that would like to be coaches or referee, that means we have people that can teach and mentor the young kids into becoming the high athletes they can become. I love it. You got the right mindset, man. So we're going to be rooting for you, and you're going to be at Toys for Tots this weekend, right? Are you going to be playing? Um, I may be playing. <laughs> there, there. Uh, we have a special team that we are going to be showing up that I will be playing with for for Toys for Tots. <laughs> um, make sure you keep an eye out, uh, look out for us. Uh, uh, we can't wait to step on the field. But most of the time, I was, I'm, this whole year, I'm mostly just doing refing, mm-hmm. uh, just trying to do my job to help grow the sport as best as I can. I feel like that team you're talking about, because I've seen some talk online. I've, I've seen some talk. Um, are you nervous there's going to be anybody who's going to be mad about a previous call that's going to be excited to play against a group of uh, of uh, you guys? <laughs> um, you, you know, you there might be a lot of guys. I'm just... I'm I'm more concerned about the intercity guys. I know they're sending two teams, mm-hmm. and... I've been their only ref. Well, there, we have three refs there, but I, I ref at least four out of six games. Oh wow! Or five out of six games for the past four weeks. I, I ref 
the majority of the game. So if if they see a if they had a bad call and they take it out on me, I can see where it came from. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, who's gonna ref the games when you guys are playing? Um, you know that. Call your own fouls. Right. Like, like, that'd be hard for the other teams. It's like, when you got everybody that's well known, that knows all the rules, it's like, guy, like, you know, they know what they're talking about. No, no that's not cheating. He's no, <laughs> you know what he's saying. Well, Adam Falk would probably say everybody should know their rules. Everybody, if you play rugby, should have their nose in a law book. Um, but no, it's. Saturday is going to be fun, and so definitely, if anybody um, is in the Waterloo area, get in contact with um, you know Blackhawk Rugby. Definitely reach out, say something. But yeah, this weekend I think yeah it's going to be it's going to be a good time, man. And if you can't make it out this weekend for Toys for Tots and see one of our representatives, I will be at Irish Fest, um, looking to bring a table. Nice. Um, and try we might i may be selling some of our um old blackhawk jerseys nice. to help fund for our new blackhawk jerseys Ooh. with with the with our old with the old retro style nice. so if anybody's looking to get a blackhawk jerseys before they all run out make sure you come to toys for tots and come to irish fist nice and kind of last thing i kind of want to hit on how has it been becoming a referee and really being at the youth level? Like what's your favorite part about becoming a ref? Because I took the course. Um, I did a few JV matches. I've done some AR opportunities at the college level. Um, center referee. It's just not for me. Like I just, my brain doesn't work that way. And, and it's really hard for me. And I, I don't do well when people aren't nice to me. And so I can't take the criticism. So, uh, What's that been like? What's your favorite part being a ref? My favorite, I would say, my favorite part, the, my the, the best part about being a ref, is that you have the best seat in the house. Mm. You can't, you right. You have the best seat in the house. You're on the floor, and yes, you get you have to call the game. Mm -hmm. I'm not, and I've been MIA out of rugby for the past couple of years to help gain traction where for the man's club a lot of guys know me mm -hmm. so there may be some no no kill that wasn't the right call some yelling this that and other but for the high school it's nice that it's always it's a fresh new group and all the coaches are guys i either played with or played against mm -hmm. and it's great to see guys that I made I played with in high school being coaches now and seeing them on the sideline and myself in the center. So it's nice that the the tunnel, the the whole production that that I've seen from entering into the rugby community mm -hmm. in Iowa in two thousand thirteen to being a center ref um at high school at high school games and 2023 mm -hmm. has been a phenomenal feeling. That's awesome. Yeah, see, that's why I couldn't ref because having the best seat in the house, I would just sit and watch and I'd forget that I was supposed to like blow my whistle. Like I would just be oh. like, or I'd be standing in the 910 channel just like in the way and I'm like, sorry, I'm watching. Like I'm just having fun. But no, I think you nailed it, man. That's, that's a really cool perspective to think like 
yeah, the guys you played with and against are now the next wave of coaches and refs. And to be a part of that and to watch that growth is is extremely cool. So appreciate everything you do, refereeing. I mean, that's it's such a hard job. It's sometimes a thankless job. So I'm going to say thank you right here. I appreciate you for, for doing that, getting back into it. And, you know, shout out to you for bringing back Blackhawk and, and really working at the youth level. So like I said, we're super excited you're taking this on. If you need help, holler, send us a message, send, you know, if we need to get the word out there about something, let us know. Um, but yeah, we're going to be rooting for you, man. Well, I thank you. I thank you a lot for everyone out there. If you're interested, if you want to help, you know, just uh, contact us on, at Blackhawk Rugby Football Club, or you can join our private group and I'll be conversing with a lot of, a lot of former guys, some old boys, and a lot of guys that just have rugby talent. So if you are looking to join or you're looking just to be a part of the club, you just give, give us a call or come on down and we can see where we can take the future. Fantastic. Well, thank you for jumping on tonight and uh, we'll see you this Saturday, man. Uh, thank, thank you for having me. I can't. I can't wait to see all of you all again. All right. We'll see you, man. All right. You take it easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. All right, and that was Kel or Paldo. Uh, you definitely have seen him around refing. Uh, he's, you know, been a part of the game for about a decade, took a few years off there, and now he's fully back into it. You know, starting a brand new club or bringing back a club that's been gone for a while, it's a massive undertaking, like I told him earlier. I mean, it takes so much time and commitment and just, you know, staying on top of it but I really do think he has a great plan focusing on the elementary kids focusing on the on the high school kids and then just when you bring in new people get them to coach get them to ref get them to build the game uh, you know would love to see another Waterloo program next spring in the high school league would love to see more women's programs in high school and on the senior side you know you heard it there's four women's teams at Toys for Tots 
there's no reason we couldn't have next year a women's conference of Des Moines and Omaha and the Cedar Rapids Shield Maidens. You have a Waterloo team. I know Bremer's talked about it before. Um, Northeast Iowa has talked about it. And then the Quad Cities, they have a ton of women. I mean, you could have a six-team league, seven-team league right there. You know, that would be awesome. And then again, keep getting those high school numbers up. Uh, I love to see it. So if you can help support in any way, um, definitely, you know, help them out however you can. But yeah, had to get this episode in because, man, when I hear something new pop up, uh, I gotta I gotta find out what's going on. And I thought, hey, you know what? I'm gonna call him. I might as well record it and let people know what's happening. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Again, if you want to support the program, you want to support the B-Side Boys, you can buy a shirt from our official merchandise partner, Bully Brand Performance. That's bbpsport.com. You can pre-order a B-Side Boys t-shirt. comes in white or blue. It's got B-Side Boys on the front pocket, but there's no pocket, but it's where a pocket would be. And then on the back is our logo. That money, the proceeds that would come to us, we are going to turn it back into a donation towards select side teams, towards sponsoring players for select side opportunities. Uh, we're going to give back to the rugby community. So if you appreciate the show um, and you want to help grow rugby, this is the way that we're trying to grow rugby. So buy a shirt, bbpsport.com. Uh, it'll ship directly to your house. I think July 19th is when the store will close. Uh, yeah, Toys for Tots this Saturday. Hope to see everyone there. Should be a beautiful day. And if you have any suggestions or you know anything going on in rugby that you want to hear, send us a message. Uh, interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we'll talk about it. So thanks, everybody. Um, how, are, how are you feeling? I'm good. You? Uh... Don't know how to end it without Phil. I forgot. I haven't done this in like a year. All right. See you Saturday.